chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Hello and welcome to the world famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast, the NASCAR podcast by the average fan for the average fan. Uh, I'm Luke Hillen, joined again by Thomas Dick, and I don't even know if our fans know who Evan Roberts is anymore. But no, nah, I mean I haven't got any uh, message or DMs on uh, Instagram uh, looking for him. So yeah, I uh, he's yeah. just an afterthought, you know. Mia. <laughs> So uh, we're going to start a little bit uh, with the news. Um, this happened last Friday after we recorded our weekend thingy. Uh, Colleg Racing buys two racing charters from Spire Motorsports. And it's funny because early on, I tried to act like I knew what I was talking about. I was like, Spire Motorsports has these uh, charters. Um, you know, they might try to sell them to make money. And it turns out they did. Um, uh, yeah. Made a lot of money, uh, reportedly. $10 yeah, million dollars a piece? Reported $10 million a piece. And then uh, part of this makes sense. Part of it doesn't. Haley, full-time ride. So he'll be a full-time ride. AJ Allmendinger, part-time ride. That's the part that sort of doesn't make sense to me because he's going to race Xfinity full-time. But then do... Um, a cup part-time and to me i would think it'd be the opposite but yeah the more i think about it you have him in the road races you have him in the um super speedways and then you can try out other drivers they can give uh jeb burton some some races and they can give Cosgrala and try to develop them slowly and bring them along uh, more slowly which i'm guessing is the plan yeah my takeaway would be that the clear, clearly college believes in, in Justin Haley um, to, to kind of give him the nod on, on that front. And also seems like AJ, AJ is probably okay with this deal. It's kind of what he's doing now for him already, probably uh, ramp up a few more cup races than what he's doing for him right now. But it is interesting because AJ's run really well in the Xfinity series, but uh, it'll be good to see Haley get another shot. And I'm, I'm, I am really curious to see how competitive they are right off the bat in the cup series. Yeah, and uh, Spire Motorsports is going to keep one charter. So Corey LeJoy, well, for now, until <laughs> yeah, 15 yeah. million. I know. That, that bid might, might go up a little more. <laughs> uh, Corey LeJoy is supposed to run full-time. Who has charters to sell? Trackhouse and 23XI are both in the hunt for one. I mean, um, is, are, we, are we really going to believe that Rick Ware Racing runs four cars again next year. I'm pretty sure they have four full so, so what do you think they what do you think they pull in? 12? If it's out there that these went for 10, yeah. then yeah, you got to think 12 to 15. That's serious Ooh. money. Man. Yeah. Uh, well it'll help them with their uh their indie uh, Rick Ware has an indie uh team too. It'll help them with the yeah. indie team. Yeah um, and their and their indie team is pretty competitive actually. Yeah. Yeah they do pretty well. Um, Romain Gross John. Yeah, he uh, his wife won't let him run super speedways because <laughs> he'll die on them. But and Jimmy Johnson, yeah. <laughs> uh, NASCAR wins Sports Business Journal Sports League of the Year. I'm not sure what that gets you. Then no. where that trophy goes, I guess, in the uh, NASCAR trophy case. I I would I. I I'm going to go home and read the article. I have not read the article. I did see the headline, but I mean, I guess the competition is the big, you know, NFL, NBA, NHL, 
whoever. I don't know if it's a worldwide competition or not. Yeah. And uh, uh, in the release, NASCAR president Steve Phelps said, we've got momentum. More importantly, we've got rel- uh, relevancy. The article mentioned uh, the work um, on the, the BLM front, and which, yeah. like the article mentioned, the notorious noose incident, which it's been established. It was not an effing noose. It was a, a loop. Every it was loop. a loop that had probably been there for 10 years. <laughs> yeah, every loop in the world is not a noose. Um, yeah. And it mentioned the new stuff they're trying with the new tracks and whatnot. And it mentioned that they were one of the first leagues back after. So it was a combination I, of those. Yeah, things. that's what I was. My note on this was that I think that it was very clear that between really ramping up the the uh, e-racing like very shortly after the pandemic shut everything down and then and then getting back rolling with with some form of in-person racing uh significantly sooner than pretty much every other league except for the ufc did it, it was it was just nascar and ufc for months there it seemed like and so that uh pro- well deserved for nascar for how they navigated the pandemic you know we're at the midway point in 2021 wouldn't mind getting practice and qualifying back every <laughs> every weekend now but yeah it makes sense and kudos to nascar for how they handled covid and whatnot so uh alex bowman gets a contract extension from rick hendrick it's only two years but it's the first uh multi-year deal of his career yeah they so they asked him uh why didn't you ask for longer are you disappointed it wasn't a longer deal and he said, you know, still twice the length of anything else I've ever had. I guess he's been running on one-year deals rolling over his entire career. So, yeah, that's good for good for Bowman. I actually that that is an interesting note, and maybe I just didn't pick up on it when he first signed on with Hendrick. But the fact that they signed him on and uh, and, and it was just a one-year deal, I, yeah. I would have thought that his initial contract would be more than that. But good for him. And I mean, if he keeps, if you keep getting a couple ones a year, you can do two-year deals you die i mean it's when it's when you stop winning that you're a little worried about the one and two year deals um next on and the more rick hendrick news uh jeff gordon is coming out of the booth i'm gonna pause it here so evan can drop in our um adam sandler tool booth willie i'm coming out of the booth clip so don't talk for 10 seconds i'm coming out of the booth that's going to be funny when he doesn't drop it in and we have 10 seconds of silence. <laughs> just a pause. But, yeah. uh, he was uh, named vice chairman of Hendrick Motorsports. Um, he'll be the second ranking team official behind only Rick. Um, so it's like uh, Jeff Gordon will be like the son he never had or possibly has sons, um, but he's going to be uh, number two. And Yeah, good for Jeff. Uh, yeah, Well-deserved, a lot of praise from the NASCAR community on this, so. And yeah, he was, said he was itching to get back in the competition. So um, the boost not for everyone. Um, but it'll he was be really good. He was really good up there. He will be missed uh, with Fox. Um, but but you could tell, you could really tell, kind of regardless of what he was doing, that he was that he was missing being more of a part of it and being down there. And so, who do we think? Uh, I think we talked about before. Do we have any names we think uh, Fox can replace him with? Yeah, it's a good question. I know uh, there was some there was some exchange on Twitter between Boyer and Mike Joy about you know they were kind of hinting at the fact that it may just be the two of them, but 
I, I'm sure Fox will do their due diligence. I don't know. Regan Smith has been really good uh, yeah. as a pit reporter. I, I would imagine he may, he may get a shot up in the booth, but it, it'll be interesting to see. Do you have any names that, that you think would be I mean, good? like I was listening to the race this weekend uh, on uh, on the radio, and I thought Kenny Wallace did okay. His brother was really good, but his brother would rather drive around to Alaska and whatnot. <laughs> um, I, I don't know how he would do and if he'd want to commit to half a year in the booth. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, if you put, if you put Kenny Wallace in a more, and this is not saying anything wrong about Kenny yeah. Wallace, but he, he's not the most politically correct guy out there. You, that may be a little bit of a, Oh, well, I would, yeah, I was leaning towards, I was leaning towards rusty. Oh, towards rusty, towards rusty. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we'll see. It's uh it was a really good, uh, one hit, uh, one year wonder. Um, but I, I think Boyer is going to work out either way. It's just, I agree. I, I was really impressed with Boyer, no experience in coming in and doing that. And it'll be a new challenge for him for sure. Cause he doesn't have Jeff to Jeff to kind of step in and help him out. But, but it'll be interesting to see however they decide to handle it. A track house talking about moving their shop to Nashville in the future. Love the idea. I, I, I love the concept of making it a tourist destination. Uh, you know, it's been brought up, you know, it, that's, it becomes part of the part of the uh, circuit for the bachelorette parties going to Nashville. you got to stop in and see track house racing in their, in their race shop. But I think it's really neat. I think that, you know, most, uh, most race shops are in kind of rural, the outskirts of Charlotte, that area, and there's not going to be much much tourist activity out there and even if there was they're not geared towards that but but this is a unique concept and a unique idea and I, I like the thinking outside the box because it can really help not just with them and I'm sure with revenue and stuff like that people paying admission to get in but that can really help grow the sport of NASCAR in general people get to get in there and just observe kind of what goes on behind the scenes I think it's I think it's really cool I'd yeah. love to see them actually do it and, and it's like a lot of shops have like hours where you can go to their gift shop and whatnot but they mm -hmm. don't do full-fledged tours and i drove earlier this year i drove to greensboro cross country and like i decided to see what some of the shops look by uh, look like and when you drive by it's like you could tell there's a shop there but it does not look welcoming at all yeah. so i think this would be just great as far as expanding the brand and and putting yourself out there yeah, no question. So, Pocono, two it's races, a long two, weekend in two, the Poconos. Two, two races. What are what are we? We've talked about our thoughts on this. Too much racing one weekend. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I, I mean, you know, I, I'll probably watch both of them live if I can. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I wouldn't. But uh, but I don't know. Pocono is not the most exciting exciting racing either, and and so I. I don't really get it. I don't get the double header thing. I'm sure there's a reason I just haven't seen it, but it is interesting. Yeah. And I mean, it is loaded with, with, with the, the trucks and Xfinity and the two cup races too. So there is everything and, and the Arca race. There's yeah. also, yeah, we're going to quickly mention, uh, we won't pick a winner or anything, but, uh, cause it's going to be Ty Gibbs, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> no uh the Arca race, uh, will be Friday, uh, 6 PM eastern uh 5 p.m central on fs1 if anyone's really itching to watch some racing uh notables will be ty gibbs Corey haim chandler smith coming out from the trucks jade buford coming out from uh xfinity yep and then we have 
the trucks are going to be going Saturday. They'll be running noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on FS1 and MRN. It is the CRC Brake Lean 150. The math, that. On that, the math on that is 16 laps. Oh. Stages will be 15, 15, and 30, which means after the four yellow flag uh, stage break laps and the other caution they'll end up having, there'll be seven green flag laps in the second stage, I'm guessing. Yeah, math checks out there. Um, that'll be <laughs> riveting. Uh, Kyle Bush is back to bushwhacking. Uh, he, uh, yeah, unreal. I just, so he'll be in the race. Um, and the lame metrics have Endfinger starting back in row 18th uh, because he's with CR7 uh, Motorsports this weekend. So poor him. Yeah. Um, the, they've had one race a year here since uh, 2010, and Kyle Busch is the only driver uh, to win a race. He's the only the driver, oh, only in, driver in the field to win a race. Yeah, the <laughs> other right. winners are, yeah, the other. And we're going to have row one's going to be Todd Gillen, Zane Smith. Um, row two is going to be Ben Rhodes, Austin Hill. Row three, Matt Crafton, Stuart Friesen. Row four, John Hunter Nemechek, Ryan Priest. He's a bushwhacker I missed. I'm awful. Yep. yep. So he, and he won. He Back just to won back truck races. He won. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, but this time he's not in the Hunt Brothers, so I won't be rooting for him. Mm -hmm. uh, and then sure. row five, Jack Wood, who also had a good run last week, and Sheldon Creed. Who do you got? Yeah, I'm a. Uh... I'm going to go with Stuart Friesen here, uh, looking at a little bit of the, the history. Uh, Friesen's run Pocono a couple of times in the trucks and top, a couple of top 10 finishes under his belt. He's starting up front, and he's, and he's been running real solid lately, so I'm going Friesen. I'm going to go with – I thought you were going to pick Kyle Bush. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I've, been, I've been chastised for my, my supposed cheeky. love for Kyle Busch. Evan, so. so we'll just claim that Evan uh, picked Kyle Busch, so one of us picks Kyle Busch. Sure. I picked John Hunter Nemechek because he always does well when Kyle Busch is in the race, and that's yeah. all I'm going off of. That's, uh, so, that's the sound logic there. So you have Stuart Friesen. Uh, absent Evan has Kyle Busch. I have John Hunter Nemechek. Gonna go to the Xfinity race. I didn't put today, but I'm assuming it's Sunday since there's a race Saturday at noon. Yeah, uh, I was actually trying to look that up because I was seeing, I was trying, I didn't see if you'd put on there anywhere when yeah, the race was. They are racing at noon Eastern, 11 Central on Sunday. It will be on NBC Sports and MRN stages. It's a 90 lap race. Uh, the Pocono Green 225 recycled by JB Mascaro couldn't get a longer Love name that. there <laughs> what's I'm that i'm gonna do a quick google search on jp Mascaro. yeah you look up jp Mascaro, and i'll tell them the stages are 20 20 and 50 um notables santino ferrucci's back in the sam hunt car he has your a, guy he's my guy I like him he's got uh, 10 or three top 10 finishes at the indy 500 he's run four xfinity races this year two 15th places and a 13th place at las vegas I like that. Uh, so, so quick interruption. I'm on jpmascaro.com right now. Their yeah. logo is an elephant rearing its trunk while also squatting like it may be doing its business. 
which seems appropriate considering they're a solid waste and recycling services company. So Whoa, maybe, awesome. you know, I, 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 we may have to, we may have to tag them on Instagram here and see if they'd be interested in, in sponsoring the podcast, JP Mascaro and sons. At least when Evan's talking. Yeah. <laughs> this latest Evan, latest Evan comment is brought to you by. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, oh, the 54 cars back. Uh, this time Ty Gibbs is in it. And, uh, and that means there's not going to be any sponsorship. There's not going to be any sponsorship, but the 54 car has five wins this year. And it ranks second in owner points. Um, Love that. Two, two wins by Ty Gibbs, three wins by Kyle Busch. I have the stats to back this up. We've said it all along. Everyone drives well in the 54 car except Ty Dillon. Ty Dillon. Yeah. Um, Kyle Busch, average finish one. Like he's finished first in every race. Martin Trex, 2.00. He finished second in his only race. Ty Gibbs, 4.86. Ty Dillon, four races, average finish, 29.25. What's different there? You know, maybe it's not, maybe there's some sort of behind the scenes thing we don't know about. Maybe the 54 is not really the 54 when Ty Dillon is racing it. I don't know, but they would be first. They would for sure be first in the owner points if, yeah. <laughs> if Ty Dillon was even remotely close to the average. Yeah. Uh, also notable Dutch driver, Loris Hesemans. I'm just guessing the pronunciation. I couldn't find video of anyone saying it, who races full-time. So, so he's not really that. Oh, you're saying this is also notable. You're not saying notable Dutch driver. My bad. Oh, this is also notable. And then I <laughs> yes, put a comma. Not uh, also notable Dutch driver. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, he, uh, he races full-time in the NASCAR Whelan Euro Series. He's going to be in the number 90 car. Um, I'd say it'd be great to see how he's going to do, but he is starting second from dead ass last. So mm. he's going to have a lot of his work cut out for him, but you know, it'll give him some experience over on the other side of the pond. So, so, so it looks like he has uh, raced in two Xfinity races before in 2019, he ran for uh, BJ McLeod motorsports and finished 22nd at road America. And this year he raced one for MBM Motorsports in the 13, finished 31st at Phoenix. So there we go. It also looks like he races for Hendrix Motorsport in the Wheel and Euro series, not Whoa. to be confused with Hendrix Motorsports. <laughs> they took the S off the end and moved it. It sounds to, like the, the, uh, used to have some Star Wars knockoff toys you can get, which were like, <laughs> Uh, outer space wars with two z's and the arms would fall off uh okay we got a starting lineup um gonna be harrison burton and justin allgaier in row one um aj almondinger brandon jones in row two jeb burton daniel hemrick row three noah gregson michael Annette, row four jeremy clements booze pops <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to have him as a sponsor. And Riley Herbst in row five. Who do you have? I am going with Michael Annette, another guy that's Xfinity has not raced at Pocono very much at all. Um, but uh, he's, he's had success there in the past. I don't really want to pick a obvious one 
I don't know why I probably should want to pick someone I think will actually win, but I think Michael Annette has a good shot at winning. So I'm picking Michael Annette. There you go. I, and you said Xfinity is rarely raced here, which is true. Just five uh, times prior, um, every year since 2016, they've won, uh, run one race at Pocono. All race, all races won by current cup drivers, uh, and there are no winners in the field. So Laura Kyle Larson won 2016, followed by Brad Kozlowski, Kyle Busch, Cole Custer, and last year, Chase Briscoe. I am going with Justin Allgaier. I just think the last few weeks he's been running really well. I think last week he was the only driver to give Kyle Busch a scare. So that is where I'm going. That's sound logic. Okay, now it's where it gets asinine. We got two races. Don't get them confused. Uh, we got the Pocono Organic CBD 325. That's miles, um, not credit rating. Uh, it's a hundred. One of these races has to be the organic CBD 420, doesn't? Yeah, not? that that's I mean, a missed opportunity by on. organic CBD. Um, 130 laps. Stages are. I don't know about these stages. Uh, Jay Ski had some stuff jacked up, and I had to do the math, and I came out with 25, 52, 53. <laughs> There's no way. But that comes out to 130. And so yeah. it's on NBC Sports. And well, I recall last year they tried to make them where the two races were different strategies. So maybe they jerry rig with stuff to make the strategies different. Um, Wait, yeah, I'm on J Ski now. 25, 77, 130. Yeah, so that does that right. not work out to 25, 52? Yeah, maybe you're on, maybe you're on to something there. Um, NBC Sports, MRN, uh, Larson gets the advantage of being on the pole again, you know, way to mix it up for people. Yeah. Uh, since we're not going to uh, do any qualifying. And then the next race is the Pocono mountains, 350. It's 140 laps. Stages are 30, 45, 55. Also on NBC sports, MRN. Uh, we're not going to know the starting lineup until the uh, sham metric is revealed on Saturday after the race. Ridiculous. Um, so the track opened in 68, Nice place for people that uh, you go uh, spend summer up in the, the Pocono Mountains out in eastern Pennsylvania. It's a was a three-quarter mile track, and then three years later, like, shit, we'll add two, uh, one and uh, three-quarters miles to it. I don't know how that works out. And it's been a two-and-a-half-mile track since 71. Repaved it in 2011. Races here were always 500 miles until 2012 when they realized people were falling asleep. Uh, um <laughs> And then they backed it down to 400 miles. And then last year with the double header, they did the 350, 325. Another fun fact about Pocono, and I will botch this stat, but uh, next time you have Bobby Hillen Jr. on the pod, you can ask him about it. A young Bobby Hillen Jr. once set the American record for speed on a closed circuit course okay. something like that i think he went really fast at poker yeah, one time i, I could qualifying or practice and set that record so i could believe it i because i was reading stuff on the track in indy actually they were going too fast and stopped racing there they yep. was like yep it's like this is too fast for us and uh, someone had actually set the indy record there at one point yeah yeah no restrictor plates yeah 10 active drivers have wins at pocono uh, Denny Hamlin leads with six. Colin Kurt Bush each have three. 
and then Harvick, Blaney, Busher, Logano, Keselowski, and Newman have won a piece. Um, last six races, uh, Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch all have driver averages over 100. Uh, Harvick, 121.2. Hamlin, 115.5. Kyle Busch, 116.8. Um, average what are those numbers what do those numbers mean it's over 100 is good oh got it. it's just a uh, it's a thing like a saber metric for nascar yeah and it, it goes off how you're like where your average position is throughout the race and oh okay like cool and it factors in some passing stuff um you want to be over 100 and okay. 150 is a perfect score a couple races ago kyle larson had a perfect 150 um when he won every stage. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Harvick's average finish the last six races, 6.50 is tops, followed by Hamlin, 9.17. Kyle Busch, 9.5. William Byron, 9.67. And 9.6666 repeating, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're the only drivers with average finishes under 10th place. Yeah. Wood Brothers, they have twice oh. as many chances to win uh, number 100 this year uh, week. Yeah, that they could even true. get to one on one. They could, if they get to one on one, an ice cream cake is not enough. If they get to one on one, what's your confidence level? Yeah, uh, it's not high. Uh, yeah. Maybe a, maybe a two point two confidence gate confidence meter. Uh, Matty D has not run particularly well at Pocono the 21 car regardless of driver has not run particularly well at Pocono and Pinsky has not run particularly well at Pocono so all things considered that's uh doesn't shape up great for win number 100 or and or win number 101 <laughs> but you know what about you I yeah I'm in your range I have it at 1.9 his average finish in 12 races is 26.3 which is not ideal and he has one top 10 finish in 12 races. So. You know, but maybe, the, maybe the metrics will like put him out somewhere up front. Um, That's true. Let's see. I have the uh, lineup right here. We got front row. Oh, look, Kendrick cars. Uh, oh. <laughs> Kyle Larson, William Byron. Row two, Kevin Harvick, Joey Logano. Row three, Kyle Busch, Ross Chastain. Good to see him up there. Four. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and Kurt Busch. Ricky. Ricky. And then we got the uh, Gibbs duo of uh, Christopher Bell, Denny Hamlin in row five. Okay. Um, who do you got? Yeah, I'm a, are, are we picking just for race one or for uh, race two? I, I, did, I did for both races. I had a reason why for each. I could go first well, if you like. No, no, I got it. Okay. I'm going, I'm, I'm going Denny Hamlin to sweep the weekend. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm all in on Denny. It, he's, he's been by far the best driver without a win so far this year. I think he's due for that. And, uh, historically he's, he's been really solid at Pocono. So I, I, I think he's going to pull it off for both races. Yeah. And I didn't mention it last year, he and Harvick, they flip-flopped one, two finishes at, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I remember that actually. That's a fun little fact. So I have Harvick winning race one, last 10 races at Pocono, average finish 5.6, one win, seven top five, nine top 10. And uh, Stuart Haas has showed some improvement the last couple of weeks. And then race two, I have Kyle Busch, 
he always talks about how much better he'd be with some time on the track and race one is that time on the track so it's a good point toyota racing development guy (laughs) um long shot yeah you said it with with harvick stuart haas has been they've been getting a lot better over the past couple weeks they were solid in texas for the all-star race and they were solid uh at the nashville not super speedway um but i'm gonna go with chase briscoe he won the xfinity race there here last year uh he had a really solid run going at nashville prior to uh prior to his unfortunate brake issues and so i think i I could see briscoe sneaking up getting a top 10 finish here maybe winning because he's my long shot pick we're going all in on Stuart haas racing because i have eric amarola as my long shot what and he's been getting stronger the last few weeks and his last six races at Pocono, he ranks fifth in driver average at 10.33. So maybe he gets that win that locks him in and just blows up the playoffs. Well, that's the thing. I mean, those three cars are by far the ones with the best chance to actually get a win and kind of screw things up because n- none of them have a chance. Harvick, has, Harvick will get in probably even if he doesn't win but those other three i mean they're they're undoubtedly the best ones that that are not in contention for points so so now to our favorite part of the podcast paint schemes i did not pick a truck i believe you did i saw i didn't either Oh, you didn't either. Okay, then that's good. Uh, I didn't yeah, see were... any of it. I only saw a couple. And well, I thought that you had Austin Hill. I do, but that's for the Xfinity series, right? Hold on. Oh, a that could. Yeah, that could be. I. I was yeah, he's of... racing in the Xfinity series. Oh, perfect. So no trucks. Poop on the trucks. Get yeah. some better paint schemes. They're all like. Eh. Well, uh, uh, when half the field is Marcus Lamona's camping world. You know, <laughs> options. Uh, um, I'm going. Mentioned it before, one of our favorites, trying to get him as a sponsor, uh, Jeremy Clements in the number 51 Booze Pops. Sort of odd, a very small company that only operates around Charleston, South Carolina, has picked the Pocono race, but God bless them. Yeah, I I mean, no complaints here. (laughs) Yeah, Booze and Pops, two of my favorites. They want to sponsor a car in Pocono that can sponsor a pod in Texas. Yeah. (laughs) I like it. And who do you uh, got? Yeah, so Xfinity's, <laughs> Xfinity series. I'm going, I'm going Austin Hill. Um, so Austin Hill, and I didn't do any research on this company. Austin Hill is sponsored by Toyota Tsusho, T-S-U-S-H-O. And as I say that, I'm Googling Toyota Tsusho. Uh, but it is the trading arm of the Toyota group. It enriches society by creating value, the company, value by the company as metals, global production parts, logistics, etc. Wow. Uh, it's traded publicly on the Toyota, I mean on the, not Toyota, the Japanese stock exchange. Um, and so you would think that the stars and stripes and eagles and all that would probably not be the best thing to accompany a a Japanese company, but a patriotic theme. He's got stars and stripes running along the side and a very fierce looking eagle right there on the side by the number. Um, so I, I kind of like that. I don't really understand it. it. It doesn't trouble me, but it's a little bit strange. But the Toyota Tsusho stars and stripes machine for Austin Hill. There we go. Uh, must be for the 4th of July. <laughs> I, yeah. 
Yeah, I guess. Fly, we just missed flag day. Um, <laughs> who do you got in the Cup Series? Yeah, Cup Series, I am going with, because I have to remember who I'm going with, Martin Truex Jr. in race number two. He's got different schemes in race one and race two. So in race number two, uh, I don't understand it, but there's just a tub of potato salad on the side of his car. And there's no other explanation for why the tub of potato salad is on the side of his car, <laughs> but I'm about to pull that up now so I can better explain that. Cause I'm just so prepared for this. I, but, uh, on, on a steamy weekend in Poconos, I hope the potato salad is not mayonnaise based. Uh, my guess would be that it is Reese's fine foods, potato salad. So he's got the normal Bass Pro logo on, on the rear quarter panel and then Reesers, just their logo with the name is up above the tire. But then yeah. right next to the number 19, it's just a big old tub of potato salad. And I like potato salad. Yeah, it's so. getting, you, getting you used to where the numbers are going to be in the future, where that exactly. potato salad's at. Exactly. Uh, I have a frequent uh, member of the list, the double zero, Quinn Hauf, who when yep. he's in this vehicle, I, I'm going to petition that he be Quinn Hoof. He's in the, uh, he's horsing around two times with a mane and tail uh but also dreamworks spirit untamed movie car so two horse companies or horse themed things tied into one vehicle so it's like you put uh carly simon and um sarah jessica parker on the same car so we got that going and then i'm also going to give a shout out just because i wanted to get this question in uh, number eight, Tyler Reddick is in the Kalahari Resorts. Who lets their kids like go swim in pee water? Like that's sixty nine percent pee, and you're gonna make a weekend out of that. I mean, if it's a if it's a warm day and the water is blue ish, and it's it's all water and it all feels like water. Like, I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm willing to give a little bit of leeway there. <laughs> but the car looks sharp, has their logo, which is an elephant, not a pooping elephant like that other uh, company. Yeah. Uh, so it's a big elephant weekend. Well, that is, I think that's it for this podcast. Is this it for you for a while? I think so. I, as far as I know, there's nothing on the radar for me. It's yeah, gonna be I mean, I'm going to head Thomas on the vacation. Yeah, I'm going to head on the uh, vacation the end of July. But I mean, I think I could do most of those. Yeah, um, but it, we might have you back on because you're better than Evan. No, it's 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 been a pleasure. Um, I'm glad that I can relieve the listeners of of Evan temporarily. But but it's y'all's show, and and I want it to be y'all's show. I like contributing. I like being. A, dear friend of the program and and i'm happy to happy to join hop in help whenever i can so it, it's been really fun thank you very much everyone out there you have fun watching four possibly five if you you want to test out your arca breaks uh races out at the poconos this weekend so well, and not to mention there's the srx race in eldora on saturday i still night, have so. two of those taped to watch there i have so much uh, we hired a baseball coach and I got a whole new staff. I got to do right. stuff for him. So I'm a little, but I'll get to it eventually. I heard it's really good. Yeah. Really fun. Really fun. So well, we'll catch you all on uh, Monday slash Tuesday when we recap the Pocono weekend. Everyone have a good one. Bye. I grew up in Texas where football was my game until that racing fever started burning in my brain. Started.
Stock when I was 13 and won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strillin Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride 